Hey everyone, it's Amna, the host of Uncomfortable. Hi, and it's Tanil, the producer of Uncomfortable. It was like you almost forgot to introduce yourself. <laughs> I just love listening to you. So yeah. it's like, wait, am I supposed to talk yet? We're both talking. This is one of those episodes we're both talking. Uh, we're going to take a look back at last week's episode, give you a preview of what's coming up next week. And please keep your comments coming. We do try to address them every time. So last week was Stacey Abrams. She's yes. the gubernatorial, such a fun word to say, gubernatorial <laughs> candidate in Georgia. Uh, and what do people think about her, Tanil? So she's She's a Democrat candidate uh, for running for governor in the state of Georgia. Yeah. She is experienced in politics. She's the former leader of the uh, minority party in the representative, the House of Representatives of Georgia. Right. Um, with that being said, she stepped down to take on this campaign, and she vowed to run a very progressive campaign, unapologetically progressive. She says, and that's right? a direct quote: yeah. unapologetically. Progressive, And now she says this is the year that Georgia, a deeply red state, will go blue. She really thinks she has a chance to win. And we talked about all the different uh, parts of her platform about why she thinks Georgia is ready to make that shift right now. I learned a lot personally just about the demographic shifts. I had no idea. That was a huge part they of were that her dramatic, that deciding quickly. factor because she previously ran a nonprofit where she was registering voters and she realized how unbalanced it was for people of color being registered and how people who live very remotely from the major city of Atlanta in Georgia were not having uh, given, they didn't have access to right. get to a lot of the polling locations. So right yeah. once she um, had experienced that, it it kind of triggered her to say, you know what, why continue to support and ask others to do the job that I want to do, which is uh, represent her constituents. So she is hoping that a lot of those new voters, a lot of people who previously felt disenfranchised or uninvested will now turn out and vote for her. And if she wins, she will make history. She still has to get through a Democratic primary, we should point out. But if she wins in wins that and then wins the general, she would be the first female African-American governor in the history of these United States of America. And one of our a lot of our comments actually focused in on that with one woman saying, this was my reaction too. someone wrote in to say, really, she would be the first female African-American governor. I thought we'd passed that already. And I was like, me too. I thought by 2018, we <laughs> there were a that. lot of comments on abcnews.com where you guys can go read the story that goes along with the video and learn a little bit more about our guests. The thing that stood out about these comments were that people were very surprised. They were very surprised that she was from a southern state, that she was progressive. Right. Um, so a lot of debate took place in the comments. But one of the things that I really enjoyed was the exchange about her mom. And they said, I like her mom. And they were referencing seeing the quote that uh, Stacy mentioned, my mom likes to call it the genteel poor. We had no money, but we watched PBS and read books. Huge influence on her. But you can uh, learn more about her story, more about her run for the governor's house. Uh, head to abcnews.com and watch the video or just download the podcast, guys. And then you can go back and listen to the whole thing and tell us what you think. That's Stacey Abrams last week. Next week, uh, there's an incredible interview that Very we did. Very timely interview. Um, with two people, actually. It's with sisters. They're New Yorkers. Um, they've lived most of their lives right here in New York, in Queens. And they are in... What I think most people would consider an unimaginable situation right now after 17 years in the States, um, and they came from Ecuador as children, they were five years old, they are now in the situation where both their parents are being deported 
Uh, and they themselves are here only under protected DACA status, that is Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program. So their entire family, which has made a life in New York, they have friends, community, they are now starting out their lives as young adults here, their entire lives have just been upended. And so we talk about what it means to be in that situation, about how they got there, about how they stayed all those years, and and where they go from here. What did you think about that, Tanil? I really enjoyed this particular interview because we were able to receive two separate perspectives, but kind of land at the same point of how did we get here? They, the, fo- the family has been here for 17 years. They followed all the rules and paperwork. And what was interesting to me is that we were able to understand the process of immigration. We talk a lot about DACA. We talk about, a lot about these you know, headline-grabbing policies on immigration. Right. But very few of us, us being like just typical citizens and Americans, understand the process. What do immigrants or people um, seeking immigration status go through, right. whether it's the paperwork? work the cost. So we learned a lot from uh, these sisters and what their family has gone through step by step. And then also what their future could potentially hold with all these new policies and changes. Um, President Donald Trump, uh, during his State of the Union address the other night on Tuesday, uh, he mentioned there are certain pillars to his new proposed um, DACA reform. Right. Uh, but at the same time, we're still up against a deadline in March. Right. And that deadline is, as you mentioned, just weeks away. The uh, congressional leadership has to come together again to try to pass another continuing resolution if they want to keep the government open. That's going to happen in the next week and a half, I think, now. Feels like we're doing that every few weeks now. Yeah. But this is something that's very real and it's very volatile and their their future is very, very uncertain. So actually, take a listen to this quick clip. These are the Viasi sisters talking to us here on the next episode of Uncomfortable. Every year when you go in and renew this status, it's a temporary status. There are a lot of people out there who are going to say, you could have expected at any point in that process to have been told, we're not renewing it. Yeah. I mean, what I find really interesting is, you know, when you hear like the new administration right now, they're saying, hey, like, you know, we're deporting this segment of groups. And at the same time, we, we want to bring, you know, people that are contributing to this country. And I'm, I'm keep think, thinking to myself, I'm like, there's so many people that are already here that are already here, that have spent most of their lives here, working hard to be able to find relief, become permanent citizens, that are contributing to the community. I mean, my dad's a physical therapist. He's treating a bunch of people. These people are already here. Um, And that's what I always think about when, you know, people tell me, like, hey, like, this could have happened any day. Um, Like, it should not have happened. It should not have happened to our family the way that it did, at least. It should not have happened. So that is the story of the Viasi sisters and their family coming up here on our next podcast. Guys, thank you so much for listening. You can get this podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music. Download, subscribe, leave us a rating and a review. Send us your comments and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Also, you can tweet at me if you want. If you want, if you have story or guest ideas, I am at Navazistan. It's N-A-W W-A-Z-I-S-T-A-N. Use the hashtag uncomfortable talk and we'd love to hear your ideas. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Uncomfortable. If you like what we're doing, take a minute, leave us a rating and a quick review. It helps others to find these conversations and we really just want to hear what you think. Plus, we've made it easy. Just click on the link in the description of this episode. If you have an idea for a show topic or a guest, leave it in the reviews or tweet at me at Navazistan. That's N-A-W-A-Z-I-S-T-A-N or use the hashtag uncomfortable talk. 
Uncomfortable is a production of ABC News. New episodes post every two weeks on Tuesday mornings. I'm Amna Nawaz. Thanks for listening.